Fix the problem and other life lessons from a pragmatic dad. All right. Today's life lesson is take time to pray, meditate, or read. Oh, I like that one. It, you know, I mean, I know some people aren't religious, and that's fine. That's that's your choice. But we all know that life gets crazy sometimes. You have meetings. You have work. You got homework. You got family stuff. You ball got games. Ball, oh, ball games ball and practice, practice and all that. <laughs> and it stresses you out. And sometimes you just got to... Kick back, relax, cool down, think about it, lock the bathroom door, whatever you... That's where you read, huh? In the bathroom. (laughs) Whatever you got to do, just kick back and relax. I know I do uh, stretching in the morning, and that helps me. Yeah, meditating there. Yeah, whatever you do to... Come down and relax. Right. Do I think it. I think it's important, like, for me at night. That's what I like to, when I get ready to go to bed and, you know, you turn the screens off, you turn the phone off, is to yeah. is to read for maybe five minutes, but at least five minutes, maybe ten minutes. Sometimes I get caught up and I can read. You're snoring away and I, I read for an hour, you know. I don't snore. <laughs> yeah, you do. All but, right, let's okay. get on and talk to so, Michael and Sophia. Yes. Today we're joined with Michael and Sophia Rohr, and they have a unique journey in their retirement. Yeah, it sounds like a fun adventure you're on. Um, First of all, where are y'all coming to us from? We're in Lubbock, Texas right now. Okay. Okay. And where are you originally from? Or where, where where do you call home now? Well, those are two totally different questions. Okay. So go ahead and say where you're originally from. Originally, I'm from Lubbock, but uh, uh, we raised our family in Houston, Texas. Okay. Uh, and and then um, once our youngest uh, graduated from high school and went on to college, we uh, I took a job as a, a, a special ed teacher. I was a special ed teacher, but I took a job in Hilo, Hawaii. Oh, nice. So I, I worked in uh, Hilo at Hilo High School for uh, 10 years and then retired from uh, from there. Uh, Sophia? Yeah, so I am, I was actually was born in Lima, Peru. Okay. My parents are Hungarian, ended up there, and then I came to America when I was 10, lived in San Francisco and Los Angeles, and then I Went to college in uh, Houston, Texas at Rice University. Cause by that time, my parents were in Fort Worth, Texas. And then I met this this Texas boy. Stapper young man, huh? <laughs> and he won me over. We both had a job in the same place. And uh, we got married in Houston. And uh, so, I, like Michael said, that was our home for, like, what, 24, 27, 27. years? 27 years. And we raised our family there. And then... Um, 
uh, our daughter moved to New Zealand and our, our middle child moved to Oregon and our youngest was going off to college and we had an opportunity to move to Hawaii and said, yay, let's go. So, okay, well, well, that yeah. brings me to, we always interview, when we do our interviews, we ask people, you know, where are you from and what you did. We know that Michael was a teacher. Sophia, what did you do? Bef- um, or or what, still doing. Right, and what are you still yeah. doing? So I'm a, me- a medical technologist. I think the new term for my job now is clinical laboratory scientist. Ooh. So my job in, involves, uh, the, you know, when they take your blood at, at the doctor's office and the, they send it to the lab, uh-huh. I am the lab. We, we test, analyze blood and other body fluids, and uh, we do COVID testing. And so that's what I do. So I work in a laboratory, and uh, sometimes in the clinic, sometimes in hospitals. Setting. I, I've been working in hospitals mainly. And okay. uh, I I took a break to raise our children, and then when uh, they, you know, went back, went to school, our youngest went to school, I went back to work and and uh, followed Michael to Hawaii with that. Okay, and that's so. kind of where, well, we met you because what you're doing, if, if I understand this right, you're doing traveling lab work, right? Yeah. And Michael right. is full-time retired? Full-time retired. Wow, yeah. wow. Okay, so well, which, which brings us to the, the topic of our show you know, how how do you live and survive when one person's retired and the other isn't? Yeah, it's kind of a mixed retirement. It is. Or one, one of you is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> one of you is yep. really happy and the yeah. other has to get up on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Well, when, uh, when I, we were in Hawaii, uh, I met a, a couple of, of travelers that came to the hospital. I didn't even know that you could, that MedTex could travel. Oh, yeah. And I made friends with one of them that, that moved away. And, and she kept sending me pictures. Oh, I'm going here. I'm going there. And I, Michael and I both thought, God, that just sounds like so much fun to be able to travel while you're working, you know? So when he decided to, Michael decided to retire, uh, I said, well, I'm not ready yet. I wanted to wait till my full retirement age. And I said, let's try this traveling thing. And so the and on your business card, you, you have the words, well, you have Michael and Sophia Rohr, but Sojourners, am I saying that right? Sojourners. Sojourners. Yes, okay. Sojourners. Which I looked up. It means like travelers right. and stuff like that. So tell us what, how. Well, first of all, how long have you been doing this? Yeah. Well, we've been doing it for seven years now. Oh my, that's good. Uh, yeah. At first it was a kind of a five-year plan. Um, but we've really enjoyed it so much, uh, that, uh, we keep on going as long as Sophia can keep on going. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Keep keep encouraging Uh, her. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, she, she's still working, uh, in, in that sense, but, uh, I'm, uh, a sojourner also is somebody who uh, is a traveler, but they go to an area and stay in the area for a while and really find out about the area. Okay. Yeah, that would and, be neat. Yeah, so it's more than just, you know, traveling through or, you know, landing and taking off and, uh, uh, again. So uh, that's pretty much describes our um, our life on the road uh, as we see it. Um, okay. I, I was... A, uh, when I was teaching at Hilo High School, uh, I was an English teacher also, and so um, 
that was a a, a good uh, example of uh, a good word that I found that we can uh, we can go by. Oh, that's great! Yeah. That's great. Um, I was wondering, like, okay. I guess we're talking to Sophie here, or do you do you make it a mutual agreement? Do you get to pick and choose your assignments and where you go? Uh, yes. Uh, at first, we yes, we yes, we do. I mean, I work for a company called Arias uh, Medical, but there's many, many other companies out there, okay. and I applied a few of them at first, and then you know we just we kind of knew where we wanted to go. At first we wanted to be in the Pacific Northwest because we were shipping our car there. And so we wanted to be close enough to go pick it up. So that led us to Washington. But um, since I've been with a company for so long, they pretty much say, okay, where do you want to go? Oh, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and like Michael said, our, our, our uh, five-year plan has now evolved into a, let's see all 50 States plan. Oh, that'd be good. And, <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, how long so is that, it, how long do you usually stay in one area, Sophia? Well, the assignments usually start out as being three months, thirteen weeks, uh, and I've had a few like that. But um, I or six yeah, weeks. Or, yeah, but or sometimes they're six months. Those are the, that's a typical assignment. But okay. they can also ask you to extend your assignment, and I have extended almost every. I think only three times I have not extended. So then if we want to stay, I have the choice of saying yes, and I can extend. Um, like we were just in Illinois. We were supposed to be there for six months, but we ended up staying for 10 months. So I have the choice of saying yes or no. Okay. And uh, so it keeps me a little out of the way. And I guess living arrangements, when you're going somewhere for three to 10 months or whatever, do you have to find it? Do they find it? How does that work? Uh, okay. Okay. Well, we're a couple traveling, so we and, and we're older, so we want some comfort. I know some single uh, travelers that try to find their own and can rent like a studio apartment or or just a you know a garage apartment or something right. and save a lot of money. But uh, my company also gives me the opportunity of uh, them finding us in a, a place to live, and uh, then I don't get to keep the housing money, but. To us, the adventure is the traveling, not making the money. So um, they find us housing and provide it for us free of charge. So we have lived in uh, at resorts. We have lived in apartments and condos and uh, how little houses. It's been, it's been, we have not had really interesting housing, but it's never been totally bad. Well, and, and that's what uh, makes it such a fun, t- um, unique experience, too, because you're, you're touching all different types of housing how cool is that exactly one time we lived in a apartment behind a store in the middle of downtown (laughs) (laughs) which was fun and we also lived in a big luxury condo i mean apartment complex in Atlanta. we lived in a resort in vermont and in oregon where we had you know maid service and pool and all the amenities so we've had uh, lots of different uh, housing experiences but that is what has made this uh, so appealing to us is, you know, the free housing um, yeah. that's not really spending a lot of money. It does, you know, just what we spend on ourselves. So right. in a great in that respect. And okay. Out of the 50 States that your journey is, I mean, you've already knocked off Hawaii, obviously. What, mm-hmm. what, how many have you got so far? I think, I think the total is at 44 right now. Okay. I don't know how many, 
have. Oh, that we've been to. We've been to 44. Oh, okay. We still, we still only have six to go. Uh, I can think of maybe seven. But uh, that was one of the things we went up to Illinois because we uh, we there's some states. Uh, we were able to, to, to go and spend some time in Indiana, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, uh, but with the coronavirus, that was somewhat limited. Right. We wanted to do some other things also. So uh, we still have uh, Ohio, Kentucky, West Virginia, okay. and North Carolina. Okay. Over th- and then Montana, we've got Montana and Nevada. And, uh, Nevada. Okay. And so the goal is not to have Sophie work in all 50, but no, just no, you no. guys visit all 50. Yeah, we well, we kind of make the requirement uh, for us that uh, you, you can't just touch down in the in the, the airport. Uh, it's right. uh, you, you got to go see an attraction or a site or spend or spend the night or yep, do something. That sounds, that sounds about yeah, right. And, and not and not just driving through or something like that. Yeah. So. Um, that, yeah, we we have to we really have to spend some time and. Uh, we, we have, uh, it's, it's been very nice, um, on, uh, uh, seeing that like, uh, Michigan, uh, we, we were able to, to see a lot of Michigan, even though we were in Illinois, uh, and, um, but, uh, found, uh, a whole lot to do there and, uh, as well as all the sites in Illinois and, and that. So, so Michael, what do you do when Sophie's at work? What would your day look like? Well, when I talked to him in the bed and breakfast in Door County, he told me he drove the chuck wagon. <laughs> so yeah, I drive, I drive the chuck wagon. Yeah, well, I uh, I I do all the cooking uh, and take care of the, the the grocery shopping and take care of the house and uh, pretty much uh, and uh, and that. But then also I plan all the trips, oh, okay. uh, and um, uh, so that because every day off that Sophia has will take a, uh, a trip, uh, pretty much every day, every time. But we'll take a, a small trip, either a day trip or a couple of days, depending upon what her schedule allows, and then. Uh, I'll plan, you know, where we'll stay, what we'll, where we'll go, what sites we'll see, uh, make my lists and, and restaurants and everything else. And um, you, you sound th- like you do a lot. I do a lot there, yeah. and then <laughs> and then also uh, I I make up a yearbook every year of all the the places we've been. Oh, fun! Uh, yeah, o- cool. Over the years. Uh, with the the pictures, make and put the, together those those books. So I put all the, I keep all the pictures and update those and everything else. So uh, your grandkids are, are going to love those someday. Yeah. Well, we we love just sitting there going over and going, oh yeah, I forgot about that, or oh that was that was fun and stuff like that. And so uh, it's just it's it's really a good way to do it because. Sitting there looking through all the the pictures, um, 
is um, uh, you just don't do it when it's like on a computer or something right. like that. Oh, I agree. And, the books are better. Uh, do you, yeah. um, the Sophie, do you get time off in between assignments or do you like, okay, this is a Friday, goodbye, Illinois, hello, Wisconsin on Monday or? Uh, no, I, I get that. That's the one thing I like about this job is the, the, the amount of flexibility that we have because uh, as soon as one assignment is about end, my company will say, okay, when do you want to start the next one? And so if we want to take time off, like we are right now, we're taking six weeks off to spend the holidays with our son and daughter-in-law and grandchild. Oh, uh, okay. We can do that. Well, one year we went to uh, we went to uh, took a month and went to New Zealand. One time we took a couple of weeks and went to London when we're in the East Coast. And like this last two years, we've taken... Um, you know, the whole, all of November and December off for the holidays. And oh, that's so, great. That's wonderful, yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of flexibility. And also in, in between jobs, we sometimes we, you know, visit, you know, I have cousins, we have friends that are scattered all over the country, and we can stop and visit with them. So we're actually seeing a lot more people than we used to because we can now travel. If we're in their area, we say, hey, we're going to be in your area. So we can meet with them and, and, and rekindle the friendships and touch base with family. So. Oh, man, that sounds great. Yeah. So you get to see, when you go on your assignments, you're doing little what we call micro-adventures, seeing where you're staying. But then, yeah, you have the flexibility and the time off to, it sounds like I hear grandchildren in the background there, so... Yeah, our granddaughter just came home. How adorable. (laughs) But that is that is true. That is so that's a very cool way to spend your retirement. And then you're even, you know, the bonus is you got income coming in, which is even better yet. That's right. Do you figure on keeping the Hawaii I mean, how often do you get back to Hawaii or do you have a house there or uh well we uh we had a house. We uh went over last year. We we spent one winter in uh, Vermont, and then we spent another winter in Maine, Vermont. and then we spent winter in <laughs> Vermont. And so I asked Sophia, I said, "Can you get an assignment in Hawaii? Uh, you know, just <laughs> just just someplace for the winter." And um, uh, that was another one that that started off as three months and ended up nine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, we were on Maui uh, Island, oh, okay, and so that was very nice. We went back there, uh, and we also went over to, to Hilo and checked on our condo and everything, and really made the decision that, um, yeah, it sounded real good six years ago or so that we would retire in Hawaii, and we really wanted to do it, but um, we decided, no, uh, there's uh, uh, we're going to sell the, the condo, and we did. And so we moved back here. If we go back, we'll go back for um, uh, with one of Sophia's assignments <laughs> on their dime. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, th- there was a number of reasons why we, we, we left uh, the Hawaii. I mean, it really was nice. But uh, Well, family's uh, a big pull. I know. I mean, yeah. we have a daughter that lives in Houston, and it's – it's tough being away from her, and the other one lives in Omaha, so that's not so bad. But and we haven't gotten yeah. to the grandchildren stage. I've heard those are even really poles. yeah, even bigger <laughs> poles. So that's that's a gravitational pull. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so of all the places you've been in the last few years, do you have a favorite? Hawaii, I'm well, thinking. 
<laughs> to tell you the truth, we have some places that we really thought are kind of special. But as we've traveled around, we've seen there are so many great places, and each place has its own individual sights and uh, wonders and, and beauty, and that each one is is different. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, and so we don't we we really have all of them are are really great. We we've never never been a, a place that we thought. What are we doing here? Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. um, but then there's some uh, some places uh, in uh, you know, like the, the Northeast, we really enjoyed because of the the woods, but also all of the things going on and the activities and history. the history and museums and art galleries and just so much. I mean, you 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 can throw a stick and hit a, an art gallery. Right. Right. And, uh, if you're not careful, you're walking on some battlefield. Yeah. So, uh, it, and that's just great, especially from, for a boy from, from Lubbock, Texas. Uh, you know, it's great to see a tree, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, those, those sort of things. So the, the Northwest was great. Uh, the nor- uh, the Northwest was uh, we were at Washington State and Oregon. We were on the uh, Oregon coast for a while, and then also in uh, the, the the central of the Willamette Valley and stuff. Um, Georgia is just amazing uh, if you, you spend some time there, right? Uh, because uh, there really is so much to see. And you really don't you can you can go and you can hit Atlanta and Savannah and and Augusta maybe and then then head out and really miss some of the real beauty of the state. That's the advantage of being in an area for a period of time. Yeah, I was gonna say you're not just a tourist going and seeing you know, you know the uh, the highlights. yeah the highlights. You get to immerse in it and probably meet locals, probably getting new friends everywhere. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. We sure do. Uh, Maine, uh, we were out on the the Maine coast, and it was a small town, and they're in the dead of winter, and we, you know, it was a lot of Maine just kind of leaves during the winter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, totally see a lot of. <laughs> You see a lot of Florida license plates in uh, the in the springtime, <laughs> right, uh, right? But the the ones that stay there during the winter, you know, they have dinners together, big like church dinners and stuff like that to raise money for housing for yeah. overheating. I mean, yeah. and uh, uh, there's a lot of activities, and it's just a beautiful area. And then when the spring spring does come, you really get out and enjoy such a beautiful state like that. Uh, so, well, we also took a, uh, they had a maple Sunday. So on Sunday, they had all the maple places uh, 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 oh, open, farms, yeah. the maple farms, and you, you drove oh, around uh, all over all over the state and uh, tried maple ice cream and maple cotton candy and watched them boil off the, the maple and uh, syrup and it was just great, you know, so you get to experience those sort of things. Being a sojourner and traveling like you all do, 
how do you deal with things like getting mail and doing your banking and taxes and things like that? And, and the taxes too, you you really don't have a residence, so you don't have to worry about like state income tax, do you? Oh, I bet you do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you do. Okay. I guess where every you state. You file in every state. Yeah, every state that you're in. Yes. Uh, well, that's one of the things I learned from another traveler because we were having trouble with getting our mail. First, the post office does not like to keep forwarding mail. Right. So one of our traveler friends of mine uh, suggested, he said what he does, he does is he got a UPS box, and then he has his mail routed there. And then whenever, wherever he, you know, we are, we call and say, look, this is, you know, send us all our mail. And so about once a month, we call them and say, this is our address, send us our mail here. So all our magazines and mail, important mail goes there. Okay. And then they just get to wherever we are. But you're right about the taxes, though. Wherever I work, you know, I, I pay the state income tax. And that is why my company makes sure that I never stay more than 11 months in one state. Because if they have a state income tax, then uh, after 12 months, you are no, you're considered a resident. And right. then they get to keep your taxes. But if you leave before then, then you are a traveler. And then I, I will get the tax back. Okay. Well, that's good. We have a good friend of ours that was our accountant when we lived in, in uh, Houston, and he hasn't retired. Okay. He still manages our, our taxes and our accounts. So, uh, you know, he does our taxes and gets all that tax money back for us. But, you know, I mean, the, we, I don't know how people did it before, but nowadays in the day of the Internet, I mean, we can oh, yeah. do all our banking, all our bill paying, everything online. Um, I, you know, I scan uh, any important documents that I have and uh, my track of those and then if any of my companies need anything like you know copy of my flu shot whatever we can just send it to them um you know so it's uh that's that's what makes it really easy i mean i, I don't know how people did it right years ago. Well, you know and those are just somebody that's looking into a job like that those are important things to consider that you know it's not always as easy as it looks there's there is a little bit of book work and things that you have Paying to do price. yeah yeah and I suppose oh, yeah. working for uh, hospitals, if you have medical emergencies, you just go to wherever hospital handy and your insurance is, I don't know, universal or something? Or uh, Well, yeah, that was that was really one of the drawbacks that we, we found with this, uh, with the, the traveling and stuff. And that is, is that, like we were in, well, in Rutland, Vermont, and there were no local doctors that were taking new patients. Oh, my. And so in some of these areas, they're so small that, uh, like Sophia was at one in uh, Gold Beach, Oregon, uh, the hospital had 25 beds. So it wasn't a real, you know, if you had a medical emergency, you had to be take the ambulance for two hours to Ashland. Yeah. To be, you know, and that, you know, two hours. But that was also a problem that we had in in Hawaii. It was one of the reasons why we decided not to go, not to retire there. Yeah. Because uh, I had had a, uh, when I was teaching there, I had a detached retina. And they had to fly me to uh, Oahu to get my eye fixed. And then all the, the subsequent got visits afterwards yeah and, yeah and that not only gets expensive but it also gets very painful and right. uh rather dangerous for some of us yeah and so you know uh, if you have any any need for a specialist 
you're in a, a, a difficult situation and also finding a, another doctor. So we've set up a doctor in in Lubbock here, okay. the, the two of us have, and we see her and I see eye doctors here. And then like we were when we were up in Illinois, I asked my eye doctors here in Lubbock uh, to recommend some in uh, Illinois and they they got in touch and, and they would get me in touch with uh get me appointments and okay. I could go see them yeah. uh keep up with that but if there was an emergency we really didn't have anybody for emergency room to, uh, yeah we had yeah. to go to the emergency room yeah. and that's how that's how I got a doctor in um in Maui. in Maui was <laughs> I I went to the emergency room those are cheap yeah, and, uh, and go that route. As far as insurance, I was I got the in, I got insurance through my it was part of my uh, retirement package, my pension okay. from uh, the Department of Education in Hawaii. So that was uh, that's that was good. And that was one of the considerations is that we we had that, and then Sophia had it with her job. Uh, but then now we're also both on uh, Medicare, yeah. and then uh, with uh, the supplemental with my uh, pension one. So now, Sophia, with your job, do you find? I guess two questions here. Do you pretty much do the same thing every assignment, and has it ramped up a little considering this COVID that's been happening the last months? Yeah, I mean, one of the things people ask is, how do you go to like different place and, and do the same job? But I mean, the technology is pretty much the same. Some of the instruments might be different, but uh, and it depends on if it's a big hospital or you know one of these tiny ones where I have to do it. Sometimes I work by myself, like that in Gold Beach and other places. I work by myself, and I have to do blood bank and chemistry and hematology and even draw blood and everything. Okay. Um, so you know, it can be you know, and I think to me one of the things that I think prepared me for this was when we moved to Hawaii, I went from being a supervisor and just having a nice little cushy office Mm -hmm. to back on the bench, as we say, back on the bench. So I had to learn every, we learned everything. And also I worked the night shift where I had to do everything again. I worked with another tech, but we rotated and we worked all the departments. So it was good training for me. Yeah. And um, so I I could, you know, as uh, anybody that wants to hire me can see that I have a lot of experience as what we call a generalist. I can do a little bit of everything. Okay. um, (laughs) Okay. Well, we're getting to the end here. And um, we always ask the two questions there. And the first one is the you betcha moment. What what is your the best thing you can tell us about um, the way you guys are living your retirement? Or an experience you've had in, in this seven years? Well, I tell you, one of the best things is the, the fact that we're together so much. We, I really love our little trips, our excursions. We're learning so much. We both love history and geography, and we're experiencing it. And also, you know, like Michael mentioned before, everywhere we go, there's this own beauty to it. And every place has uh, places that are beautiful and that, and the people that live there are proud of them. Yeah. And, you know, we've learned how wonderful this country is and how wonderful people can be that, you know, live in it as well. Oh, that, that's a great that's attitude. We, we've toured yeah. around even little Iowa here, you know, and you go to a little town and we saw the world's largest popcorn ball. And, <laughs> right. you know, you, you see these things and it, it's it just makes, I don't know, they're fun it, to yeah, see. Yeah, it's fun. It's the little town, um, you know, some of them are pretty strange, and but some pride. of them are pretty cool. Yeah. Though. Okay, yeah. how about the hell no moment? 
the worst thing that's happened to you or the one thing you don't like? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, there's there's one uh, the place it was um, Tulula Gorge in Georgia. <laughs> now this is it's a beautiful place, and I'm not going to be smirched at all or anything else because it really was uh, a beautiful place. But it 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 had steps down to, to the point. to the the bottom where the waterfalls were and the uh, uh, river and and everything. It's one over a thousand one hundred steps down. Oh my! And a thousand one hundred steps up, up. Uh, on the other on the other side. Yeah. And so, yeah, we you know we thought, oh, it, it's not going to be that. It was that bad. Oh, and, uh, uh, we did it. We both did it. And uh, but to to. To climb down all those steps and then back, and up. Then back up again. I mean, it was, uh, and then walk around to to get back to the uh, the, the visitor center. Just uh, we were poop. Kind of looking for the escalator or elevator that uh, wasn't there. Uh, yeah, ex- exactly. You know, you keep on wondering. I bet you don't uh, fall for that. that twice. Yeah, yeah exactly. we're gonna read all the signs now. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, yeah, that's it right there. Yeah, that's not, a good lesson there. Read the, the signs. signs. Read the signs. Well, hey, we want to thank you guys for joining us. It was really great to meet you in Wisconsin too. That was a lot of fun out there. Door County. Yeah. Oh, that that's a that is a real Beautiful nice place. place. We really enjoyed that. Yeah, you, we you did too. You should go to Mackinac Island. Have you been to Mackinac Island? No, no. I have not. <laughs> summer it's like a magical island okay i have to put that on the list yeah every time we do a an episode of this cindy's bucket list gets bigger and bigger well we might we might be contacting you again when we finally get to hawaii so you can tell us some places that we should see oh we definitely can because we we explored all yeah, we went over. to every island there, so we've uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you yeah. have yeah. you have the local knowledge. Yeah. That's that's the fun that's, part. Yeah, exactly that's right. right. Yeah, that that we that's the first thing that we do when we get to a place is we uh, we go to like a church social or something like that, and then and talk to people about well, what is there around here to see? Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. that's uh, the best, and that's how that's how we get. Uh, a lot of and like uh, in Atlanta, we just so happened to be sitting at the table with the former city manager for Atlanta. Oh, okay. And he told he told us some of the places to see yeah, in Atlanta. It was great. It was yeah. great. So yeah. you know, you never you never know. It's really great. Vermont too. We love Vermont. Okay, that's good. I have never been to Vermont we'll either. There. So we're gonna get there too. <laughs> well, I'm jealous of your retirement. One of your retirement. I guess I'm jealous of Michael because he gets to like travel with you. But we sure want to thank you for talking to us about your. I guess we call it a mixed retirement. Yeah, a unique retirement. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool that you still love what you're doing and you you keep doing it as long as you can. That's right. Well, I, they say, you know, if you love your job, you don't ever really work. And I do. I like what I'm doing. I never, yeah. it's not work for me. So, and I like meeting new people. So, uh, yeah, it's a yeah, good the, mix for both of us. The advantages of the travel way out, outweigh the, the work and everything else. So that it's, uh, you know, you always know, well, we're going to Detroit this weekend or whatever it is. So, you know, you can put up with the 
daily grind. That's yeah. right. As long as that guy driving the chuck wagon does his job. Doesn't get lost. Well, I, 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 I drive a pretty fancy chuck wagon. That's All right. Well, no, hey, no. we want to thank you all. We got to sign off, but we sure want to thank you. Well, you too. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for calling us. You bet. Thank you. Right. We appreciate Bye. it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that was cool. I think I think it'd be really neat to um to have a, a retirement adventure like that. Michael is my hero. <laughs> you th- yeah. You know, his <laughs> wife works, they travel. He he's retired. I mean, I know he paid his dues and everything, but he's leading my well, life. And and you know, he does a lot when you think about it. You know, she's yeah, working in in the workforce and she's gone during the day doing her job and doing it well, and he's keeping everything running so that yeah. she could do that because they have to learn a new place. They have to learn new people, new systems every time they go. And they, they get to learn. It's kind of like the friends from Oklahoma that we interviewed. They, they search out be- or they dig up beauty. Yeah. You know, they go to a place and they're staying there for three to six months or whatever. Yeah, and they learn all months. of, yeah, they learn all about the uh, local and they see the beauty that's around them, which I, is everywhere. I think, you know, what would be hard for me to do there is I might get attached to a place that I really like and then think six months I got to leave again. Right. And that's start true. all over. That's true. That would be kind of hard. But yeah. I, well, I, thank I, you yeah, for joining us. We, we appreciate you joining us here on the podcast. We're always looking for people oh, to interview. We, yeah, you know, if you have a unique story or even just your retirement story, let us know. We'd love to talk to you about it. Yeah, here, Sophia wasn't even um, retired, but Michael was, so they qualify. And they're both at the retirement age. That's right. But we, we want to encourage people to get out there, live their retirement, and we, we want to hear people. We want to tell your story. You can reach us at our website, AdventureRetired.com. Or email us directly at adventureretired at gmail.com. All right. Thanks for joining us. I love you, Cindy. Love you more. And that's a kid that loved you.